here's my problem with the Snyder Cut. Okay. Other than the length? It's it should be called the benefit of hindsight cut. It's not a it's not a you know it's not a <laughs> this is what the movie was supposed to be. Like because and my thing is as much as people shit on is as much as people shit on Joss Whedon, you mm-hmm. really tell me you're you're trying to tell me that Joss Whedon can walk into a movie in a in in production, production has already started. He's just picking up with somebody else late, uh, left off uh, because he had a family emergency. And he just decided, I'm just going to change all of this shit. And Warner Brothers, fucking Warner Brothers, who greenlit the movie and like they had a script and they said, okay, we're going to make this movie. They said, oh, Joss Whedon, you could do whatever the fuck you want to. Oh my God. And like, I get it. And I'm glad whole, I get a chance to say this. Uh, and the I whole, have an answer to this. And the, whole, and the whole crew, all of the whole rest of the fucking production staff, because Joss Whedon is the only one that's new here. Every Everyone else just said- okay. Okay, right, okay. Cool. I'm ready for this. Yeah. I got an answer for you on this. So yes, and, and it sounds crazy to you, but here's the thing. Uh, you remember Avengers and how much money it made and how Joss, we, that set, Joss, it's Avengers, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer and how much money all of his his franchises have made. Avengers arguably started the superhero movie genre. So when he comes in, he's like, this is all wrong. You listen to Joss Whedon because he's got like over a billy to his name in sales. So everyone in the crew, and if you disagree with him, so if I'm in a, if I'm, if the director says, this is what we're going to do going forward. And I disagree with him, uh, unless I am the star of the movie and one of the actors and actresses, I'm going to get fired. And we saw, uh, where what Ray Fisher, not Ray Fisher, uh, the, the black it's, dude. No, it's Ray Fisher. Fisher. It's Ray Fisher. Okay. The dude who was playing cyborg, Ray Fisher. I, I keep wanting, wanting to not call him that. Cause that's also the name or no, I'm thinking Ray Palmer, but whatever. So Ray Fisher, uh, he tried to argue back against Wheaton and it got him blacklisted in Hollywood. Like, like literally, uh, and the, the example I'm going to give is the one that we're talking about today with, with uh, suicide squad and the suicide squad. Um, David Ayers is a good director, but he doesn't have clout. Like suicide squad had a lot of things that you can tell came from Warner brothers notes. Like the treatment of Margot of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is the oh, best no, example no, of that. No, 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 her no, cost. No, you can't tell no. me her costume, and can't, did not come from straight from the notes of Warner Brothers. Like we need to see more no, ass shots. Should, no, no, this nigga just made this. Just here's, this what, I'm made, here's what I'm saying. David, David, I, I'm not. I will give him the benefit of the doubt because I think, and it's been it's been uh, rumored throughout the this actual uh, throughout the industry about this movie that a lot of Suicide Squad came from just a copious amount of, of studio notes. And I think what people miss is that like when you're making a movie, it's not just you. And the singularity of vision is difficult for every director, but there are certain directors who are minted. James Gunn is minted. The reason he was able to come in and make Suicide Squad the way he wanted to, and if you look at all the interviews he's doing and how he's talking about how he got to you know rewrite the script and pull all this stuff from the comics and do everything he wanted to, it's because uh, Marvel let him do it once and it did it so well that, that DC is like, yes, we're not going to stand, we'll give you notes and we, we still want to have our stamp on things. But it, it's he has a level of control and Joss Whedon has a level of control in this specific universe that make them godlike that other directors don't get, even if they're great. David Ayers is is arguably a great director. Uh, and the other person I'll use in this case is uh, Ava DuVernay. I, I think they're great directors. I think the problem is, is that when they make movies, they have to deal with the studio and they don't get their way as much as you think they would. In this particular genre, I would say James Gunn and Joss Whedon are two people, maybe not Joss Whedon anymore ever since that giant ass flop. But up until that point, those were two people who, if they were like, yeah, this is what we should do. I think the only other person I would put in that list is maybe John Favreau with Iron Man because mm-hmm. they just kind of minted themselves. Like they they made so much money off these movies that a, a studio is like, well, let's not get in the way of the money. But if if you haven't made your bank, if you haven't like made a bag off all these movies, if you haven't brought them billions of dollars, they're going to chop at every one of your decisions because in their mind, we've made x billion dollar movies we made this movie happen we did this and every time they take a note that goes into it and it's successful they i did this this movie's a billion dollar because of me 
And when you come to them as a director, especially without that resume, they truly think they know better than you. You're just there to helm the production. I think people miss how much power a director who can bring in billions has. And because there's not a lot of them. That's why J.J. Abrams keeps getting just doing what the fuck he wants to do because he made so much money like 20 years ago. I got fucked up Star Wars. Uh, you could argue he might have fucked up Star Trek a little bit. I don't know. No, I'm he fucked up Star to... Wars. I thought Star I'm... Trek was okay. I thought what I, he did with Star Trek was okay. I, I will say this. I think it's the thing that I like the most about the most recent Star Trek editions is that they moved past this all of our solutions have to be uh, text-based almost. You know, like before it was like, well, we got to sit down and do some goddamn math or let's have some negotiations for a couple of days to figure this thing out. Uh, I like that he moved it into like there's action happening. I think the the stylistic and aesthetics of it, I didn't care for. I didn't like the lens flare, obviously. I didn't like the ships, the scale of the, that they gave the ships, especially at the time. I feel like the, the TOS era ships should have been smaller and they made them these giant ass scale ships. I was like, I feel like these would be smaller because there's just a lot of notes that I have in the world of Star Trek that I did not care for. And I feel like there's things he did away with because he was like, I don't want the constraints of the physical world when I shoot. So I'm going to widen up all these hallways. The bridge is going to be massive because I don't want to have to like show the ceiling of the bridge being there. Yeah, I hear that. There's just a lot of things that he, he choices he made that probably made it easier for him to make a, a fun action movie that I think reverberated. Wow. That's not a word. Is it reverberated? Reverberated. Reverberated. Reverberated, thank you, uh, throughout Star Trek that pushed it in a direction stylistically that I, I wasn't a huge fan of. I kind of like the, I don't know, maybe it's because uh, I'm just old school TNG, but I liked the kind of submarine feeling that you never really lost track of the fact that they were like, you know, in a ship. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like once they started opening everything up, you could you could lose that. It's like, where are they again? It's like, oh yeah, they're this massive ass arena that's, that happens to be the bridge. That's just me being being weird yeah how much you there i guess uh i guess we're here today to discuss guardians of the gal dc um <laughs> no what we're here today to do is james gunn walked into a dc studio and was like i heard that y'all were trying to be me with the last suicide squad no, 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 no. Remember, he made this deal when he got fired for his tweets. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, it, it, and also, by the way, subsequently after like, what, two months rehired. So let's not. Yes. 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 But what I'm saying like, is, what I'm saying is that the first Suicide Squad was supposed to, it, it seemed like a darker version of Galaxy, of Guardians of the Galaxy. And so Tim Gunn was like, you know what y'all were missing in that one? Me. And so when he got the chance to do it, he came through and literally knocked it out the park. He said, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to marvel the fuck out of this movie. I'm going to marvel the fuck out of this. I'm, I'm going to marvel the fuck out this movie so much. I'm going to bring Marvel characters. I'm a, I, and you know what? You're not even, you're not even just going to have one Marvel director. There's going to be two. Marvel directors that put that that are in this movie. Well, I'm gonna direct it, and we'll just get a random other Marvel director to just play a random character. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about uh yeah, Taka, uh, Taka, yeah, he was Ratcatcher, and like yeah. yo, this it's just crazy, and like it was just like, and I forgot, I completely forgot that fucking even Stallone was in a Marvel fucking movie. He was in Guardians too. Yeah. Also, uh, well, I think his thing, uh, James Gunn has done this before where like even in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he kind of brings along specific people. They're like uh, there's little things he does in all of his movies as tributes to people who've helped him along the way, which I think is super sweet. But it's, it's also kind of like the the mar earmark of a uh, of a James Gunn film. So like if he has like a, a somewhere someone's name, Fitzgibbons, uh, I think the other one major one is uh, Sean Gunn shows up. He's always in every one. Yeah, and I think and Sean, just... Sean Gunn played just like in the Marvel movies. He played two <laughs> characters. Yep, he did play two. Played Calendar Man and Weasel. And I think it's it, it's in the, it's in, kind the, of, in, the in the he Guardians was the only movies, one, by the way. In well, the Guardians movies, he plays. Uh, I don't. I can't think of his name, but he's uh, was um, what you call his homeboy. 
Thanks. Um, What's he call it? Stoneboy. The, the, the dude with the dude with the arrow. The dude with the arrow. Um, oh, Yondu. Yeah, Yondu, who also plays in this movie. Mickey um, Rourke. Yeah. Um, that wasn't Mickey Rourke. Um, but, Mickey um, Rourke. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. But I got he, the initials but in right. the in the Marvel movies on set, he is also the actual stand-in in a green suit for Rocket Raccoon. Like I like how you're like really geeked out about this, but it's, and, it's not that. And fucking, it's, it's and like like they, they right. The chick who plays Mantis. This nigga started. The chick who plays Mantis. The chick who plays Mantis is in the movie. Like, and she does. Yeah. She Was this the first movie part. you really liked in a long time, Scar? I'm just curious. Yeah, you, like, I, the thing that outside, you to like the most Marvel is movies. that you saw people from other movies. Uh, outside of movie. Marvel, no, I saw a whole bunch of people from Marvel movies. Um, but um. No, outside of Marvel movies, movies they, they 100 make other movies. Outside of Marvel <laughs> movies, this is the first one that I've that I watched and I've liked in quite some time. And I watched the terrible, terrible, terrible Birds of Prey. That movie was I like, I like Birds, Birds of Prey. Prey. I hated not, it. What what did you hate about it? it? I hated it. I fell asleep. I fell asleep on the shit and 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 you, was so did you mad. Watch it or did you fall asleep? Yes. No, I was watching it. I was watching it. I fell asleep. <laughs> did and did you I read it or did you just skim through it? And like I, 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 don't, I fell asleep no, no, no. through half of it and I hated no, no, no. it. It's like did you I fell you... asleep through part of it and was mad okay. because I woke up too soon. The movie wasn't over yet. I still had another like 45 minutes of so the movie. You, you didn't watch part of it and you're like, oh man, I hate this thing. But I, haven't I just, seen didn't, I just didn't of. dig it. I didn't dig it at all. I mean, I get it. It's just, you know, it's a woman centered story and some people aren't into that shit. I mean, no, it what, wasn't that. No, it's no, like, I get it. If you just, if you just no, want to see dudes no, doing you're not shit about all the time, you're not about to, I get you're it. not about to try to, I make get it. No, it's, it's cool, man. No. It's cool. I just did not like that movie. You can hate women. It's okay. I don't hate women at all. I'm fucking with you, but no, I mean, I I get it. Like it, I liked it, but I think the re I liked it despite of itself. The movie did have flaws. I think I liked it because of the performances. Uh, I really liked the portrayal of Harley Quinn. I've, I've been waiting for them to show this Harley for a long time. Like, and when the Suicide movies came out, I thought this is what we were gonna see. And the first Suicide Squad movie, it, it it was just like Harley and Joker, and I was like, well, this isn't the Harley I wanted. I want yeah. the Harley that left Joker. Like that's think, that run yeah, was, in the comics has always been my favorite. It was hamstrung, but that first movie was hamstrung by by the inclusion of Joker. I as think much it was as he was a lot of things, if we're gonna be honest. But yeah, Joker. That entire storyline had been like because because I don't know what the the thought process was, but it felt like uh, they were almost like, well, Harley can't carry a movie on her own. She's got to have someone, and the the Joker's casting and her casting. Her casting turned out to be perfect. The Joker's casting was not. It was, and and, and I, I honestly, and I mean, I like Jared this, Leto, just not as the Joker. I, I, I like Jared Leto. But I don't. The chick who, the chick who, and I would have fucked Quinn. him up. I would have fucked him up if I was in that movie. And he started sending me rats in the mail and yeah, all this is, kind oh, of yeah, dumb yeah, dead yeah. shit. I would have fucked him the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, uh, but, but it would have been like cut, cut, cut. cut. Stop choking him. I don't well, find the chick who plays Harley Quinn that hot. Is it? Is that? Is that? Is that weird to say? I don't find the chick who plays Harley Quinn that hot. Which is weird because you like white women. I like a. I like a white woman. But um, here's the thing: she is hot, and the and yeah, and it's and just most of the world would agree with that other than you. I think it's, it's she's. It might, I think it she, might just be me. I just don't find. I would. So I wouldn't say. Okay, so I think some of this is is there's overexposure as well, right? So like I've seen a lot of Marco Ro- Robbie. I saw her in the Wolf I, of Wall Street. And after right, that, I remember. Was a rap. I remember seeing her. I think I remember the first time I saw her. I think that might have been the first time I ever saw her. And something I was like, "Holy shit, she's hot." Every time I've seen her since, it's been a little less. And I think it's just overexposure. Mm-hmm. So I think I need to go with my first reaction and say like, "Yeah, she's she's hot." Like I don't think there's. There's a, 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 a like a a lack of appeal for her is is what I'm trying to I was trying to think of a nice way to say it and there's not there's not a good way to say that I don't think there's a lack of appeal for her I think she I think she's hot I I just I guess it's just me then mm-hmm. I mean like she's Hollywood hot right so like she she's like 20 pounds less than she should be but she's still she's still attractive <laughs> like I feel like that's Hollywood hot like you're 20 pounds lighter than you really should be but I mean like. Like, and you're not what people are supposed to look like for real, but I mean, like, you know, you're a facsimile of a person, so that, and I find that hot. That's a, God, I feel weird about all of that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying is what I'm trying to say. Like, I get it. I, I don't think, she, like, especially if, if you're not into a thinner woman, 
you're not going to find her attractive. Mm-hmm. I find, I find women really? attractive. That's what you. That's what you checked me on, dog. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Literally, my dog. My dog did not agree. She's like, "What? How dare you?" <laughs> now, um, yeah, I just don't. I just. I don't see it. I just. Well, it's just not for me. I guess I get it, and I understand. Like, I mean, everybody's not for everybody. That's that's some that's the way things are supposed to work. Like if everyone thought the same person was attractive, it'd be really then exhausting. it would be really weird. It'd be exhausting. It'll be it'd like the, be... the movie The One with uh, Jet Lee. <laughs> this you constantly fighting, like, no, no, she's with me. <laughs> Girl is mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd just be uh real real toxic. Don't waste your time. Um so, so you didn't like the first Suicide Squad. You like this one. Uh, what was? What do you think is the the key difference? Uh, who, who said I didn't like it? Oh wait, did you like the first? You didn't like Birds of Prey. Did you like? I, the first I, I will say, I will say, I fucking hated the first Suicide Squad, and I, I actually got lambasted about how much I hated the first Suicide Squad. I thought wait, it was, was a high. That witch, <laughs> the witch whose whole magical thing was her dancing sexily. Yeah, I just I, I just thought <laughs> I mean, it was that's... all right. Like it was just it was cool. Like it wasn't. I like none none of them actually I like liked the, each other. Um, I liked the performances between so I liked uh I liked Will Smith. I liked mm-hmm. Margot Ro- Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh I didn't I wasn't a big fan of Killer Croc, but it's not like they gave him anything to do. So exactly. I don't hold that against Adabisi, him. Adabisi, I don't yeah, I don't I don't hold that against him. I like the Diablo they character. Gave him a hat. I thought the Diablo character was fun. I was like, all right, this is cool, but it just didn't come together. But the story was bad. The story exactly. was so poor. Like even the the witch character, if like the the powers that she exhibited were cool, but like they never really pulled it together. Like the, her power of like ripping, like teleporting someone's heart into somebody else's hand is terrifying. But then that that's the only time you see that. Like making a world ending device, it doesn't really scare me. I feel like there's. It's just been done too much. Like and that dude who climbed the building and got his head blew off. I completely forgot he was in a fucking movie until I watched it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's that, and I will say this: uh, there are certain franchises that I think benefit greatly from uh, taking off the kid gloves and going R. I feel like this movie being R really kind of took it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as an as entertainment, I'm not saying like like uh, I'm into gory shit, but like considering that they're villains, there's a lot of stuff that they do that I think if they did even cleaned up a bit would still get an R rating. There's there's them, you know, when they they go through and murder that entire squad of of revolutionaries, not realizing that's who they were. I feel like that doesn't make it to a PG-13 cut without like a lot of like people telling them that they shouldn't do it and a lot of that's getting cut out like so much of that gets cut out it's just bodies dropping as they run through it's just i don't even think that whole scene makes it uh and i think that's that hurts the film i i honestly feel like trying to do this in a pg-13 way uh it's difficult if if not you know maybe not impossible but you know do it well it's improbable I I like the fact that um, just like just like what happened with Superman Returns, that mm-hmm. someone said something to me before I watched the movie. It wasn't really a spoiler, but like you know, for Superman Returns, right before I went to go see it, someone said, "It's not a Superman story; it's a love story." And I went, "All right, got you." So I didn't get my super <laughs> I didn't get my Superman hopes up. You know what yeah. I mean? And someone, and then right before, and it's the tagline for the movie: "Don't get too attached." <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too attached. And it was just like someone said, "Pay attention to the trailers. When you see all of these characters, see how many scenes it looks like they're in." <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see any of the trailers for this. I didn't I, get any I of did. that prep. I I went to this blind. So like. And I loved it. I I, I don't. Uh, I'm not a person who hates seeing characters die. <laughs> um, so like I I was like this is awesome. I was like I was excited. Uh, I, wait, how much how much are we doing for spoilers? Because I, I feel like we're, we gotta... we're, we're gonna we need to do a spoiler alert and go full spoilers. Okay, so I guess then this is the spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the Suicide Squad, uh, what comes next? Be spoilers. Uh, I got excited when Pete Davidson got shot. Um, 
I yes. got super excited when I saw him die. It's like, oh shit, I think they're all going to die. Everyone in this squad is going to die. And I was right. I was I was surprised that Flag didn't go uh, sooner, but I was happy he died. Nothing nothing personal against Rick Flag. I like him as a character, but like his death carried a lot of weight. And I thought it was going to I mean, translate into story element. She needed him to keep the witch under control. Once the witch was gone, there was no reason for him to fucking be there. Well, so there's a there's an actual deleted scene that uh, that James Gunn talked about that they pulled uh, and they just had to edit it for time, where um, Waller's wearing like a shirt and Flag makes fun of her shirt and is like, "Oh, you look silly in that shirt," and then she puts him on the squad to go get murdered. Wow. <laughs> and it's he and Gunn actually says, "Like, I wish I'd have to pull it because it's such a petty thing to do, but it also emphasizes just how fucked up Waller is." And she's and also, perfect. <laughs> yeah, she, she is, really is. She is the perfect villain of yeah. this of this series. Like, and, and like, just like in the first one when she just randomly guns down all of those people for no yeah. fucking reason at all. It's just like, oh, okay, the, I didn't see that I, part coming. The thing I like too about this is that uh, even the people who work with her were like, "Whoa, uh, this is a bit far," and I like that because I think that that set her even further apart because like the people yes. working for are like these nondescript agency people that you think have no ethics in the first place and then even they're like what do you mean you're going to blackmail his daughter and i think that really sets apart how far she's willing to go and having even people who work in the same field as her who are her underlings question her morality and her ethics i think was a real delineating factor Shout out to the bearded dude who's also the motion cat for, for, for King Shark. He's also yeah. the motion cat for King Shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I love I love King Shark. There's no King Shark in that song. Do, 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 do. King Shark. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, like King you got to stretch. See, like you got to you got to Charles y'all your way to stretch that into making it to make that work. You know what I mean? You can't you can't stop Baby Shark. You just have to just let it go. You can't yeah, stop it. You got, you have to add another syllable in order for that to work. Right, and it still works. <laughs> you're not, you're like you have to add a syllable for it to work, but it, it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, the thing that I liked most about this movie was the fact that it was R-rated. And so they were able to actually have Havoc. Um, and there's a, a, a point where the Havoc becomes so intense that they have to mute it by putting it in a Harley vision and showing it with uh, butterflies and, and little nice flowers. things, flowers in the background, which if you had been awake for it, Scar, you would have seen that that's the same thing that happens in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Let me tell you, well, let me tell you something that I didn't notice. And I saw this on a video where they were talking about Easter eggs and shit like that. Um, it's a lot of flowers and shit like that, but there's also little animals. And the further you go, the more the little animals are running and hiding from her. Like, and I didn't notice this when I watched it, but like there, there's one where she's going uh, like past a pillar and there's like a little, one of those little animals that runs around the pillar. Like what the fuck? Like, it's like, like even, even the, this, this thing that's in her, uh, that's in her imagination is running from her. Like, yo, this bitch crazy. Like, and that shit was hilarious. Was I actually, when they actually like slowed it down and showed that shit. Well, the thing you have to keep in mind is even though we are completely amused and enthralled by what they're doing in this group, there's still a bunch of supervillains. So the animals will be wise to run away from somebody who's literally psychotic. Yeah. I, th I also liked just so I liked the lead up to that because <laughs> the entire time uh, I was watching that. I was like, is this imagined? Is this happening? And then you still kind of get lost in it. You, it's it's almost like you're you're seeing it from Harley's view. And because it's from Harley's viewpoint, you can't trust any of it. And then mm -hmm. it gets I think it, it gets uh like even more pronounced when the flowers and everything starts coming out. Because then you're like, well, this is clearly from her viewpoint. And like the only thing I trust is I think these guys are getting killed. But it, yeah, because it, it starts off as just kind of like a thing behind her, and then it starts representing the blood that she's spilling. Yeah, 
it's <laughs> I will say this though uh it, it's it's fun it's a really fun way I think to to do something very visceral and dark but in a way the, that's like light <laughs> the the subplot um with the dictator um came off as the in game part where all of the ladies kind of showed up at that one that one particular spot it was just kind of like come on dog for real did you really have to do this like i get it like the people who are like to who advocate for the last part of that where you know where she shoots him and she explains why but like did you really need that in this movie what him her shooting a dictator yeah and explaining why yes uh and here's why i think that shows character growth for her across a movie arc i thought that's what the previous movie was for i thought so that's what birds of prey was for uh, there's still some growth for a character to do it, it, just because they grew once doesn't mean they can't grow again. And this is a different, this is still a different growth. So before it was birds of prey. And I think you would have gotten this if you had watched the whole movie. I feel like I'm going to do this every time. I'm sorry. You I'm are, you should, you should, you probably should, but I'm, 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 I'm going to hate it. But I'm going to hate it. Nevertheless. So I'm just being a dick and I apologize for that in advance. But what I will say is that birds of prey from my interpretation of the movie it is about her getting over the Joker. A lot mm-hmm. of it is focused on her just being like, I, and it's not about her getting over being in bad relationships. It's about her getting over the Joker. And I think and, here, and, and this is, and I'm not going back. And I, and I think not just that, but also this is her realizing that just because this person is not the Joker doesn't mean that, you know, like she says, doesn't mean that he isn't covered in red flags and that it's the attraction she feels towards him. Uh, is her being attracted to the same elements that made the Joker a poor choice for her as a as a partner? So like, I feel like there's some growth there, and her being like, "Look, I recognize it's it's not just the Joker was bad for me; it's this type of person is bad for me." And like, because she doesn't have her own movie, uh, Suicide Squad is you know she had Birds of Prey, but I guess and even Birds of Prey wasn't her own movie because if there's not a movie that's focused solely on Harley and only on Harley's story, I feel like we get snippets of her growth throughout all the movies she's in. Because even in Birds of Prey, it's not focused solely on her. There's a lot of focus on her life and how she lives, but the movie isn't even really about her. It's, it's more about the little girl and the... Uh, is it a diamond that the little girl swallows? Mm-hmm. I actually forgot. Yeah, and the diamond the little girl swallows. So like it's 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 funny because the the movie stars gives itself this picture of being like oh this is about the emancipation of harley quinn but i mean it's not really what this, this it's not really her movie and and she still has not gotten a movie where it is just about her like like in the vein of like batman or superman where other people are in the movie but they're there because of like batman has like two-face and joker and all these other villains but they're there because of batman not not like they exist and just happen to be part of the story. And I think that's a difference. I just feel like we've seen her in three movies now. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, uh, uh, Birds of Prey, and this. And the growth that she's had. Like, like Margot, the growth that she's had as an actress has continued to just impress me because when she was in um, the Wolf of Wall Street, she was talented, but the, but she was also there mostly to be ogled. Yeah, you know, yeah. she she was there to be a sex symbol. Um, there was a scene that's remembered where she was like, "I'm not wearing any panties," and and Daddy's not going to be able to get any. And to go from that to where in this movie. She's essentially murdering people through this whole movie wearing a red wedding dress and showing absolutely no skin other than her arms is just incredible to me. Like, it's no longer the focus is on her body. The focus is on her comedic timing and on her place as an action star. And I'm just really impressed by the movement that she's made in that way. Oh, here's something fun for you that I read the other day. Uh, did you know that that entire scene where she, uh, yep, the key, that dude out with the key, mm-hmm. she did that. She did that. Like that was all just her. Yep, doing that. There was no stunt person. It was all her. Yeah, because apparently she does have some carny training. I, that makes I sense. 
I don't know what type of training it, the army has where you're like, I, I said, kill this I motherfucker. Said, I said carny. Oh, I thought you said army. I was like, what What army? It's like, kill this motherfucker no, with your legs. No, now carny. grab that key. Yeah, carny makes sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> carny training makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did they teach you that in the army? <laughs> army dudes must be so flexible. But I called that. I called that. I called that the moment that dude said that he was leaving. I was like, yep, this is it. And Pooh Bear can attest to this. I was like, this is exactly what's about to happen. It's just, it, it's one of those movies that, and I'm not trying to spoil it because it did just come out. I'm just telling people that I would urge them to watch it and then watch it again. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, watch it again because it's enjoyable in so many different levels. Like, I think that this is John Cena at his finest. Yeah, this is definitely his best performance by far. (laughs) I laughed every time he, every single time he spoke, I was rolling. Yeah, I I was like, I was like, when he was talking about um, eating the dicks or whatever like that, I was just like, yo. For justice. It's like, I was like, yo, he is really, he is really going for it in this role. Like, he is really trying to separate himself from John Zena, the, 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 the Uber man, basically. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, you know what? I like it. Do your thing, dog. And, and I didn't realize that he was telling on himself during that scene he was basically saying i'll do anything i'm told yeah and i you know at the time like no one's thinking in that way but like he was just basically saying no i'll do anything i'm told you want me they tell me to eat a bag of dicks i'm gonna eat a bag of dicks and like it was just like i i, I just didn't catch yeah. it and that's why your your thing your thing about watching it multiple times like you start seeing stuff like that mm-hmm I think too, like uh, something I really liked about his character, and something I liked that James Gunn did throughout is um, his character, uh, Starro, and then even Thinker. I think the the fun thing about <clears throat> this movie is that he kept a lot of the uniforms and costumes from the movies intact, mm-hmm. and then just did just had fun with it. So like you know, yeah. Peacemaker's head looks ridiculous. But it, it, like they note it, they're like, "Yeah, this looks stupid," and he's like, "No, I love it," and it, it's it's just fun. It's like taking they, something and having. They brought fun it with down. It. They brought it down a little bit. It did. It's not as from bad the comic, as, from the comics. It's not as in, bad as the folk. Yeah. In the comics, that little the brim is much wider. <laughs> it looks yeah. like the it looks like the chick from the uh, the Shi'ar Empire in uh, the X Men cartoon, <laughs> but just as silver, you know. Yeah. And I, I like that. And even with Starro, like, you know, who would have thought this giant ass starfish was going to be a legitimate villain? And, I, and, I think... and they, they let you feel, you feel sorry for the fucking starfish, bro. Not really. I didn't feel sorry. I Cause did. like, here's the thing. I remember a time when Starro's little, uh, mind control starfish didn't fuck you up permanently. I remember when you could actually get them taken off. Cause like Batman and Star, or not Starman, Batman and Superman, both, uh, got taken over by those and then were able to get him removed. That permanent fuck up situation, it made me feel not sorry for him at all. It's like you just ruined really, well, millions of lives. I'm not I'm, when when it comes to comics, I'm not a DC person at all. Okay. Uh, but but second of all, um like that I I was just happy floating in space looking at the stars, dog. Like y'all y'all brought me here. And yeah, like, because the the thing about this movie is for all the villains that they have in this movie between Starro and and the entire Task Force X Suicide Squad, the real villain is America. Yes. Yeah. Really. And really America is represented by Amanda Waller. Yes. <laughs> oh man, Viola Did Davis. Think- she literally reminded me of Annalise Keating in this in this movie. I'm yeah. sorry. Real talk, and then, and then when the think- thinker when the thinker hits the the oh you didn't know like <laughs> your ass better call somebody like he hit him with that shit when he when he exposed why he was there in the first place and it was just like bruh. I'm also disappointed that the thinker was as weak as he was. I exactly. To, I wanted the thinker to be like more, especially like I don't know if 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 anyone here watches the Flash, but like exactly. Yep. Yeah, there's a whole like season of the Thinker and the Flash like 
told like go like basically going toe to toe with each other. And I was like, I would have liked to. I mean, I like the design of the thinker, uh, and I know that that's somewhat com- canon. Is comic accurate. Uh, I mean, there's two. There's been multiple thinker designs. That's one of the more grotesque ones. The mm. other one that the Flash uses is also comic accurate. Interestingly enough, with the the actual cap that he puts on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I would have liked that brand. I would have liked something from him other than you have a gun. Oh, I'm done. I would have just anything other than that. It's just like a like you're the thinker. You don't yeah, have like he, a plan and, to get free. He, he had zero plans at all. And it's just like, well, what is the purpose of all of this stuff on your head, though? Yeah. Do you have to like fire it up? Does it need like a, a crank? Like what? I didn't understand like why he never thought or did anything thinker like. Like there was never a point who was like, I've already prepared for this. It, it's never. It was just, oh, oh, you have a gun? Oh, I'll just do whatever you say. Just please don't kill me. And then that was it. That was it for him. And I, I just, I wasn't. I wasn't into it. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, no. He just, to me, there was this show that used to come on called The Kids in the Hall. Yeah, I remember The Kids in the Hall. And so every time I looked at the thinker, I didn't think of him as a villain. I didn't think of him as somebody who was menacing. I thought of him as the guy from The Kids in the Hall. I think his name was Kevin. And so (laughs) I was like, that's Kevin. That's not the thinker. It's the kids in the hall that show where they had the guy that was uh where they did the the Abraham Lincoln skit. The kids in the hall was one where they were squashing people's heads with their thumbs. Yeah, and but there was one skit that they did where it was like where uh like um Booth was just acting like an asshole. I I don't remember. I don't remember that one. I just remember the Mm -hmm. squash people's heads and I'm gonna dip no the I'm gonna dip my balls in the thing was from the state. So that's there was a lot of in the nineties there were a lot of white people making comedy shows. Kids in the Hall was like a, a white version of what I guess was supposed to be a white version of uh SCTV. I was gonna say in Living Color actually. Oh, no, it, you it know was, what? It was a sketch comedy show, but it just wasn't because it different, was made in Canada. Different like, show, Whitest Kids You Know was the Abraham yeah, Lincoln skit. Because the Whitest Kids You Know is also the ones who did the uh Are We the Baddies sketch. I never saw any of these. Yeah, I, yeah, we, I, I never seen most of this. I saw that. I saw what I'm talking about on YouTube. Like the, I, the "Are We the Baddies?" sketch is the one that, like, uh, like Nazis are sitting around looking at their uniforms and what they're doing. It's like, oh wait, are we the bad guys? And it's <laughs> it's actually really funny. Uh, but the whitest kids you know are the ones who did that as well. And well, right there, there were a lot of white people doing the sketch comedy. A lot, a lot of white people. Like, there were so thing. many. It was a thing. They they meant it. Um, what didn't you like about this movie without really going into spoilers or trying not to go into spoilers? Because, again, it just came out a few days ago, and I'm really, I'm really striving to just be as, you know, broad as possible. Okay. Uh, well, I, th- I think we already mentioned the portrayal of the thinker, right? So mm-hmm. I'll say mm-hmm. I didn't care for that. Um, I, I, so I didn't like that Peacemaker didn't die, mm. uh, but which they, I feel but is they, a spoiler. No, and they, I'm sorry for that. But they're making a TV show. That's why. You right. Know. And that's, but I mean, you could have, you could have done like, here's his past. You could have done. Here's so the, more. yes. The precursor. You don't have to like keep him alive for the show, but I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's John Cena. Uh, that was the only two things I really didn't care for was uh, that and uh, I don't know. I, I would have liked, I felt like there was more to be had with the I don't like uh, mice angle or rats or whatever with uh, blood sport. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked a little bit more fun with that. Uh, and maybe I, I maybe I, I got as much as I should have and I don't realize it, but I would have liked to have more fun with him uh, not liking rats or mice. I thought it would have been fun. He was just like, I don't like rats. It would just been fun to just constantly terrify him with rats, I guess. Just because of the persona. But whatever. I that's that's you know, light shit. Scar? One hundred percent it was the predictability for me. If you've seen the Guardians movies, you've seen this movie before. Oh, you were expecting them to have a dance off at the end? Like that was a Guardians movie. No, just like the, a lot of the a lot of the twists I did I absolutely saw coming, and like a lot of things that were getting ready to happen in a scene, I was just like, "Yeah, this is about to happen." Were there any real twists though? I don't think they meant to have the, any twists. I think, the only I think real the, twist the was the American government 
Peacemaker, Peacemaker was the only like real twist, but like the idea that like I'm calling things out, like literally, I I, I can I can bring in Pooh Bear and I can tell you I was calling things out that were getting ready to happen in a scene before it happened. Oh no, I don't doubt that. I guess like, I'm just saying, like, like I, just, the, I don't think there were any. Tw- I, so I don't think there were any twists. Like to your point. I call. I call almost all of the polka dot man. Stuff. There was a lot of foreshadowing. Uh, yes, and I, and I think that's that's fine. I think to to your point, there are a lot of things that were foreshadowed that uh, I don't think this movie was trying to like trick anyone. Exactly. Like, gotcha. I think the the only real surprise is that uh, the persons behind Jotunheim were American, and then you're like, what? And that's not even really a surprise as much as it's like yeah i guess we would be and so it's it's not so much a surprise as much as like it's not even a twist it's just like ah fuck we were we were in the runnings for it i guess you know we won that evil country lottery this time uh and and i just think i will say this to your point that kind of makes it nice because like you never feel like this movie's gonna pull the rug out from under you like even when the you know peacemaker has rat catcher uh, oh, that's huge spoilers. Even when one of the characters is in danger and you're like, oh no, this one's going to die, you realize there's a whole conversation between two of the characters where they're like, oh, we got each other's back. And then they do. And that, and I think that's that's supposed to make you feel like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, I feel like that's on purpose. Like, you're, you're supposed to walk away from this largely feeling comforted throughout the whole thing. It's a very comforting and entertaining movie. And they, uh, I saw something that says that they pulled back. There was supposed to be at least one yeah. more death. Oh yeah, one of the characters was supposed to die for show, and they were like, "This is harsh. We can't do this. People will never. People will riot." And they, and I would have, I would have rioted. So if Harley it's died. Cool. No, not Harley. Oh, good. Because I <laughs> there's there's a death. Like we said, we're not spoiling, and so we're not. Yeah, talking no. about it. But yeah. there's a specific death that was supposed that was written. And was supposed to happen, and I think the day of shooting, James Gunn was like, "I can't do this. <laughs> like, this <laughs> right. I can't. This is too much. This is, we can't do this." And then, then he rewrote. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I very much enjoyed the movie, and I am, I'm looking forward to watching it a second time. Same. Especially knowing like a lot of the stuff that I knew, and like shout out to fucking Stallone. Because yo, we don't get nom, to say nom. That. we don't get to say that very often. And to be honest, I had no idea that that was Stallone until I until I because I, I didn't pay attention to the, the credits at the beginning. I paid attention to the credits at the end and yeah. went, oh. I, I will say this, and uh, I, I have to preface this by saying: Have have either of you watched the Harley Quinn cartoon? On- oh Lord, yes. I'm waiting for season three. I've I've heard good things, but no, I haven't. All right. So then I will say this. Uh, I was disappointed when I heard King Shark's voice. Yes. I I wanted him to be Ron Funches so bad. And like, I get that this is a different er variation of King Shark where the King Shark on Harley's uh, is like this tech nerd. But I feel like he could have easily have not been a tech nerd and still been really good as King Shark. Uh, and I was disappointed that it wasn't Ron Funches. I mean, I, I'm you know good for Sylvester Stallone. I mean, it's great that he gets to add yet another incredible movie to his fucking filmography. But I mean, I would have preferred. I would have been excited, literally excited, if it had been Ron Funches. And it would have been such a nice nod by DC to be like, we connect our shows together with our movies, unlike Marvel. But they don't because that's why the Flash has been done played by someone different from uh, Grant Gustin. And, uh, and we're not going to talk about how the, the movie Flash does not know how to run. How did the Flash know not, he not runs know so how to, bad? Yes. Yeah. How does he not know how to run? It's it's the ugliest run, and it's like, yo, how is that not part of your audition? The, like your audition, yeah. like you, so you're telling me that when you auditioned for this role, you ran like that, and they're like, yeah, that's our Flash. Are yeah, you serious? Get the fuck out of here. That ugly ass, terrible, wasted motion run. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's it's just fucking weird. Uh, it's, just, it's why, did, why does your Flash not know how to run? That just makes no sense at all. Gangly armed run. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But that that scene Maybe where he tries this, the scene where he tries to run up on Superman is the funniest thing in the DC universe. Period. There is nothing funnier that I've seen in the DC universe than him trying to run up on Superman and Superman like. Beep. 
notes. I'm gonna, like, <laughs> it, is, shit, it is very funny. That shit is funny as fuck to me because the look on Superman's face, like, bitch, I know you. You really, you don't think I'm as fast as you? Is that what you're thinking? That's what you're thinking right now. If we're doing bitch, DC will... Universe, I do love that scene. That scene is like a lot of fun. <laughs> I see it. I, I wish. I will say, I also wish that, so apparently Zack Snyder wanted to have Superman go evil for like the full movie. And he, so it was, the idea was Superman goes evil, he kills off everyone in the Justice League, and then they end up having to like do some time travel shit to like go back and undo all of this. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that he had got a chance to do this. But the other thing I will say is this, uh, <clears throat> I, I think my favorite, like the funniest moment to me is uh, that entire scene in Birds of Prey where Harley like trashes the police station. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I enjoy the fuck. I, I rewound that so much. I enjoyed the fuck out of that. Then the uh, scene that she has in the jailhouse here should, without yeah. going too far into it, I thought that it was on that same level. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. it, it, the thing I'll say is that that scene was, to me, like, it, it's it's fun. Maybe it's not the funniest. So I, I don't know if I, I laughed super hard, but just overall, it was like the most fun scene for me. And I, I, I was so happy that they did that. Like, they kind of paid homage to that again. I, I got a good with, chuckle out of, like, when when they were going to save her. And she just kind of walked up, like, what y'all doing? Because yeah. <laughs> he's, oh. like, climbing up the wall. And she's like, what Oh, what about when uh, they walked up on um, uh, Alice Braga or, like, we're here to save you. It's like, what, what are you guys doing? And he's like, uh, like, oh, my whole team is out there. Why didn't they stop you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't. We didn't. We, we didn't see him. That yeah. moment was really funny. Yeah, I mean, obviously they murdered a bunch of people, so that's not as funny. But it was pretty yeah. funny. And they murdered the fuck out of these people. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like they just. It was. It wasn't just takedowns. Those were murders. And it just wasn't everybody. Murders. It was just a competition murder. It was like the Olympics of murder. <laughs> Just, just ugly, ugly deaths. None of those people can have an open casket. None of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man, that that was funny. But to your point, like that that whole scene, and I think the look on the Flash's face when he realizes Superman is tracking him is it's pretty like, great. When he's oh. like, "Wait, what?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually very funny. That is the, that is the fun it's to, to me so far in 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 DC. I, that is the funniest scene for me. I just like the way that the just the way that they have Superman turn around. Like, bitch, you know I can see you. I, I was a big fan of uh, that moment in, in uh, the Suicide Squad with um, them trying to be like, well, why why didn't my men stop you? And then being like, uh, like about that. <laughs> Ha ha! Why didn't they stop us? We didn't. We didn't see anyone. Like that whole shit was great. Um, I, I guess I'll ask too. Like, how, how did y'all feel about Polka Dot Man? Because that's the only person we haven't talked. I liked about him. I liked him a lot. Like, I, I liked him. And I, the the scenes where the scenes, where, especially in the club, where like you you look at him and he's dancing, and all of a sudden, all of them have his mom's face. Like shout out, shout out to that lady for being such a good sport about this shit. Because yeah. like I don't know, people how are gonna run up on her. I mean, she got a check, so let's not act like she. Yeah, she got a check. Yeah. but like, <laughs> like I don't know. Paid. Like yo, that just like her uh, on all of these women's faces and all these people's faces was just hilarious. Yeah, and then the the weird one. Here's the weird one for me uh, when like he imagined. Uh, her being the starfish and ate off a piece of the starfish's leg and you never see that part that's ate off from the leg ever again the starfish continues on like it's normal yeah well the starfish don't the the starfish don't rotate because if it would rotate then that part that's eaten off would have been one of his hands now right i mean can't starfish regenerate their limbs i thought so but that fast yeah. I mean, I know it's, a it's, space, a, it's a comic it's a book space, movie. It's not a space normal. starfish. Yeah, not still. normal starfish, but I would imagine a giant ass starfish that can poop out mind control probably can. I mean, it's in a world where like things can heal very quickly. I imagine. I was gonna say Wolverine, but I realized that was Marvel. I don't know anyone who heals super fast in DC. Is there like a super fast healer? The Flash heals super quick. 
I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, but it's not that fast. No, no, nowhere near that fast. He spends time in the hospital. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, I, that's Wolver- a really good point. Wolverine got shot and got shot in the fucking head, and his, Marvel, and, his, and his and his and his and it spit out the bullet, and he was just like, "Man, that sucks." That's, but it's Marvel, though. I, feel I know like that's different. Yeah. DC doesn't have anyone with that type of healing that I can think of. I've never seen yeah. anyone who heals because the only Even other person Superman that's close doesn't heal that quick, really. No, like because... if you cut him with uh, so you know, when they show him getting cut with like uh, kryptonite and then the kryptonite gets pulled away, it's that quick of a heal. But I mean, it's it's supposed to be like he's so invulnerable, his body regenerates that quick, so maybe that's. Maybe DC is more into the like you invulnerability is quick regeneration. It's just we can't see it. I don't know. But that's a good yeah. point though. Yeah. I I assumed regeneration, but to your point, like it's not like they explained it or even tried to like show it. They were just like it's in his arm is back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I don't I don't like how we are we are all one hundred percent aware that Harley Quinn is untouchable. You mean like plot armor? Yeah. Is it plot armor or is it just that she's dope and her first boyfriend never noticed it? No, just just like we know that that we know that that character is not going to die. (laughs) Yeah, no, she she can't. No. Yeah. Yeah, like we we know we one hundred percent know that at the end of that, she is going to be all right. Yeah. I really thought Flag was also uh untouchable until they they touched him. Yeah. (laughs) Um I mean, I don't know. I think the thing that's that's and I think that's kind of uh, the issue with like high profile actors in specific roles. So like, mm-hmm. you know, even with like uh, Robert Downey Jr., when they decide to stop that, that's when the character dies. So like, you know, when, as long as Margot Rob- Robbie is willing to come in and, and play Har- uh, Harley, I think she's going to be alive. And then I think, you know, she's gotten to the point with that role so much that like once she's like, oh, I don't want to be Harley anymore, then Harley dies and they're not going to feel it again. Yeah. And I, I think that's just going to end up being how, how things work. And, and to your point, <clears throat> you know, we're never going to be surprised, I think, by a Harley death. Or they're going to have to work really hard to surprise us with one because we would have heard about her not wanting to do another movie. Exactly. Um, yeah. That, and oh, I, I appreciate I appreciate her better accent in this movie. Yeah, it's way better. But I, don't, I feel like she was trying to do like the Mr. J, like the weird ass. One Hard. from the animated series. Yeah, I feel like she was trying to do that, and I was like, "You just just do a, your best American you can, and let's just leave it at that." Because like that that weird ass Yonkers accent or whatever it's supposed to be is it's difficult as fuck to do. It's, uh, it's Brooklyn, right? It's Brooklyn. Why she's not from Brooklyn? She's from Gotham. <laughs> it's I don't know what accent that's supposed to be. And I, I guess think, I think the accent is supposed to be Brooklyn. I don't know what it's supposed to be like. It's, I guess I don't know why it's, it's Brooklyn. She's not from Brooklyn. Like, why does she have a Brooklyn accent? But yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So did, did we? Did we get it? I think we did. Next week, we get tarot readings done. Oh, dope! By uh, whom? I assume. Shantae? Our very own Shantae Fabulous. Yeah, I assume Shantae. Like, who, who else? Would, who else would do it? Mm-hmm. I can do it. Um, leave a review for us on Podchaser. Uh, the cool thing about it is you can leave a review for the show and also for each separate episode. Uh, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and on Stitcher. Uh, you can email us at booty podcast. That's b u t i uh, podcast at gmail.com. Um, Jay is available on Twitter at adjective J. Um, underscore, underscore J. J. Uh, Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm on Twitter at Rashani, and the show is Single Serving P. Jay, you got anything coming up? I got shows coming up in September if we're not yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, doing dope ass shows, baby. I'm if on, we're not uh, dead. Yeah, if we're not dead. I'm on a minority re- uh, report, uh, which is happening in Seattle. Um, I'm also on a couple other shows that are booked in September. Again, if it is still happening, I will put everything on jjonescomedy.com. Uh, so all of those are local shows. I don't think I'm on any, any Zoom shows, but follow me on Instagram at adjective underscore J as well. And when I do actual do, do actual Zoom shows, I'll post about those uh, to my story. 
uh, for my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram and check my stories for Zoom shows if you are not in the Seattle area. Scar? Um, no, I'm in same old, same old. I got one more factoid, and it is also another Marvel connection. One of the rats that's the stand-in for Sebastian, his name <gasps> yeah, is Crisp Rat. Yeah, I saw this earlier. It's pretty funny. <laughs> 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 but no man same old same old out here doing these podcasts out here in these podcasts and streets it's august august over there at scarcasm and i've been on and because you didn't sign up on the um the discord uh which we had this conversation every year i don't um, do discord discord does me we have this conversation every year um <laughs> and um and you know return to oswald uh you know we got some review we got some new reviews over there and uh it makes me feel seen Actually, we are going to be on the radio. We're going to be on the radio. Uh, yeah, so we got a network deal uh, starting this upcoming, uh, not this upcoming Saturday, but the Saturday after. Um, and I'll have more information about that on Return to Oswald. But um, yeah, we keep rolling along. Thank you all for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Um, I guess I got to make a song. <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask about that i was like yo where was our song we didn't do an intro uh hold on one second let me see what i can put together real quick because yeah, we totally just started talking well you were i i thought the conversation was at a good place to begin so we did um that's how i get down unfortunately now that it says your calls being recorded it tends to stop the flow of um actual let's, let's do it old school let's do uh Oh, that's a good beat. But it might be off beat because you're doing it there, and I'm. I'm oh, that's right. That's right. Doing the. Um, that's that's correct. I forgot we we talked about this last episode. We can't. Yeah. Do Damn it. And I mean, you otherwise, can, you could just record it and play it back. See, it's off beat. I'm t- I was just yeah, joking. I, know. I was being funny. <laughs> So I, mean, I, I could do it myself. It would still be offbeat, but I could do it myself. Yeah, that's what I told my wife. You don't want it? I can do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty handy with the lotion. <laughs> you still use lotion, sir? Yes. <laughs> I'm an adult. What do you are you talking about? Like Vaseline? I've never been a Ooh, fan wow. of Vaseline because it doesn't wash off. No, nigga, Astro Glide. Like I'm a yeah, fucking lube, adult. Like, That's yeah, too expensive. Sex based lube. Or, yeah, it's too expensive for me. Here's the thing. All right, so this is also expensive. But if you're like feeling like just being stupid, just use condoms. They come with lube already. You're gonna use it. it you'll last longer. Just use a condom. Bust a nut is cleaner. You just bust it on the condom and throw the condom away. Yeah, let's let's let's. Just use condoms. I'm not ashamed to say that I do that. It's just way easier. Yeah, I just, I don't have condoms for anything else because I got snipped. So, I mean, the whole thing about my wife finding condoms to... in my drawer and being like, it's for me to jack off just oh, doesn't no, sound I t- possible. I, just, I, told, I told my wife up front that's what they were for. I was like, yo, it's for me to jack off. Like, it's, I'm, and if you want like proof, I mean, you can watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm very willing to do that every single time. You, you just need to let me know. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I just told her up it's front. Better with eye contact. I, I had the. <laughs> oh god. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I, normally I do it in the mirror. No. Um, Look me in my <laughs> eyes. But, no, I just told her up front because I was like, I don't want you to think anything untoward of me. I feel like if I try to hide this from you, you're gonna think like I'm. I am doing something wrong. So I need you to know right now that these these are condoms and these are for me to jack off into. Uh, they come with lube. It makes it super easy. I don't have to clean up. It's just very nice. I would recommend it to anyone. And yes, I did get the idea from uh, what the fucking movie uh, with Paul Rudd and got a role models. No, it's a uh, Paul Rudd and. It's the one where he's like trying to have a friend. He doesn't have any dudes. Oh, uh, I love you, man. Yeah, I got the idea for my love you, man. I was like, haha, that's stupid. And I tried it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. <laughs> and so I've just been using Gundam's Jack Off. You know, movie. I-, I think I didn't give that movie a good enough chance when it first came out. Um, it's still it's 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 Mrs. Window. It's, like I went back and watched it recently and it's it's mad suspect now. There's a <laughs> lot of movies that missed their like that their time definitely passed. Yeah, and- it's crazy problematic now. Okay. 
It's All like, right. yo, I feel bad watching this. <laughs> I mean, it's still funny, and I'm still like, yeah, 2008 me was right, but uh, 2021 me is like, this was a mistake. All of this was a mistake. Y'all shouldn't have done none of this. All right, let me try this out real quick. <clears throat> uh. We don't fail shit. Every episode we do gets better than the last one that we writ. We get better. This the last episode. We getting wetter and you know that you love it. We putting out reviews. We doing this shit. One and two. There's a dog in my face and she's down with the crew. She's licking on Jay. That ain't nasty though. True? I don't know. This is our show. My name is Derek Jones and this is how I flow. Sometimes I think about what I'm going to say and other times I just let it go ahead. Hey, Scar's in the building. We're doing freestyles. He can't do it, but it's not bad. Meanwhile, Jay's over there with his puppy. I forgot her name, but she's cute. That's really it. I'm down with the shit. My name is Derek, though. This is my show, and I really like the flow. We talking movies, though. We talking Suicide Squad. We talking about that. Nah, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> I like it. At the point where you realize you're going to start stuttering and start messing up, you got to end it. After the locks beat down of Dipset, that was a pretty ambitious choice there, buddy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> when, I heard that, when I heard that shit start, I went, really? That's what you're doing with this? I didn't even think about that, but now, yes, that was very ambitious. <laughs> you know, you are not wrong. And, it, um, I, 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 yeah, I, I apologize for nothing. No, I love it. I love it. It's <laughs> No, you got it. I, you know what? You got it. But I was like, wait a minute. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> My coworker watches that shit like every day, every day at work since he watches, he kind of skips through it now, but he watches that fucking versus battle every day. Oh. I mean, that was like heaven for some people. So Jadakiss went in. He was like, yo, it's 1995 again, nigga. Like <laughs> it was great. I honestly, it's a lot of it, I I don't even really like the concept of verses, but that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love verses. I, I don't love all it. of them, but I like I like I like the concept and there's quite a few of them that I've enjoyed. I enjoyed it most mostly pre uh pre we back outside. Like yeah. ever since we came back outside it's been a little eh, like the performances and stuff like that, but like you know like Lil John and T-Pain fucking well, great i guess it's it's i like the idea of it i i didn't like the idea of it continuing as like just forever and we're just putting people versus each other i guess i i guess when i say i don't like the concept of it i don't like that it's still going like it, it's it's getting to a point where uh the thing i saw most recent was damon wayans was like let's do a comedian versus with with uh dave Chappelle, and i was like well one mm-hmm. of you should be a comedian though um, yeah. Like uh, yeah. one of you is a comedian, one of you is not, and you would get one, eight, like one of you is a comedic actor. Okay, and Hold Damon on, Wayans me... has Damon Wayans has stand up, but he he would get eight. He would get eight alive if Dave Chappelle's just doing his best jokes and Damon Wayans is doing his best jokes. I feel like Dave yeah, Chappelle's that's not even fair. Alive. He's eating him alive because David David Chappelle has been like legit performing for the last 10 20 15 years that damon wayans has not 10 20 15 years i don't know how long let me let me (laughs) go ahead and try this out real quick because scar mentioned it (laughs) i don't even like dipset (laughs) we're just gonna try this out real quick yo kill us (laughs) Suicide Squad Doing a review Intro show part 2 I don't know how it goes But the flow is slow So I can do this yo All I gotta do is say 6 bars Come out looking like a star I don't have to rhyme All I gotta do is wait Because the background is gonna sell my face if you didn't know, this is single serving, y'all. I could do this all day. This is how we ball when we come out to play. All I gotta do is say, 
you leave a review or two. You know how we do podcasts are putting it down ever since 2002. We doing our shit. It's all good because it's the stuff that we rent. Um. Jay's a comedian. Scar likes music. He gets into it. You know how we do it. I like podcasting. I'm a super creative. All I talk about is shit. I'm really not a native to the game. I've been doing this for years. Putting in the work, the blood, sweat, and tears. We get down when we all come together. We putting it down whether we talking about whatever. I'm rapping over the beat. I don't really care. It's time to stop, though. I shouldn't go there. They got ate up by the locks, though. And shouldn't have, because like honestly, Dipset has some dope there was, ass songs. There was there, I know, I don't know anybody. I swear they were all high. There was I don't know anybody that wasn't from Yonkers that did not that did not believe that Dipset was gonna run away with that shit. Dipset has a bunch of dope. Ass, first of all, but Dipset see, is the, not just four dudes. Dipset yeah, has like like a bunch of dudes. The, okay, here's more. here's the thing: when your leader clearly doesn't want to be there, mm. that's a bad sign and like and and you know um uh fat joe said that uh cam was leaving and like the michael buffer intro made him turn around and come back turns out that it was a it was a misunderstanding with his entourage and they weren't going to let all of them in um so he was leaving and they left to call they call swiss and swiss you know called in and was like yeah just go ahead and let them all through or whatever but he was leaving and he clearly did not want to be there at all i didn't realize there was as many people in dipset as there was oh no there's a lot of them dipset and i felt huge. like names were being made up <laughs> no no here's <laughs> shout out to my, my nigga red scythe like what shout and out yeah, to freaky Zeke. And, and they don't they don't Lil Zane. They all didn't get along this whole time. And like you could tell, you could tell the difference. I think the biggest problem that they had is the guy who was originally the star is not the star anymore. <coughs> Jim is the star now because he is the one that's still making music. Um, and he's he's the one that has all of the current hits from that crew. So like it should have been ran through Jim because Cam absolutely did not want to be there. You could tell it was all written all over his face. He didn't have to say a word. All right, y'all. Yeah. I'll holler at y'all later. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know about now that you slipped.